0: Hey, what's going on, yo? Y'all ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Saint Michael Podcast. Uh, 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 uh. Welcome 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 to the say michael podcast yes this is your host michael agbijan yeah this is um it's gonna be a good one this is episode four and in this particular episode i'm gonna introduce you to why i even went into doing stand-up going into stand-up comedy and um, i would encourage you before listening to this if if you're near a blanket or any popping corn, you could go ahead and pause it now and go get you know a warm blanket. You know, go um, nestle up close to a fire and grab some popping corn. And if you and if you're in the mood, grab some s'mores uh, because this is going to be a pretty juicy story about how I got into um, stand-up. And yeah, if you're ready to hear that, I'm ready to tell you right now in Dallas. It's raining, so I don't think you can hear the, any of the drops. But yeah, this is um, so it's, it's an odd day because when it's rain when it rains all night and the next day, it's pretty much an off day. When you work in car washes, um, it's pretty much an off day. It gives me a good time to work on the the major things that are important. Usually, it's like marketing, making calls, setting up, and preparing. You know, for uh the spring and summer which are you know the um our busiest times ever usually between March all the way to October we're completely busy, you know, so um but yeah. Um so I wanna tell you, I wanna introduce you to the journey of what brought, brought me brought me here, you know, into this world of stand up and um podcasting, this whole thing. You know, um it started um July. Might have been June or July of 2019, and uh, me and my wife were watching uh, Netflix, and she falls asleep. So I, it's just me, you know, up watching Netflix. So I pause it and I will just look for other things on, you know, since it's now my time. And I, um, I see Tom Segura. Uh, this he's a stand-up comedian, and you know at this time. You know, my favorite standups at this time are like um, uh, Lucy K, you know, Seinfeld, uh, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, you know, um, I wouldn't say a season, sorry, he's cool. But um, these are the people I'm, I've been watching throughout their career. And but, uh, you know, this person, Tom Segura, I've never heard of this person, but I see that there's a, you know, a new standup. So, you know, it's Tom Segura and mostly stories. So then I, I hit it and, and I'm watching it and I was inspired not because he was so great, but mainly because when I started watching him tell these stories that were, you know, funny, you know, um, and the crowd and all that, it it was, that's the moment, you know, I've been watching comedy for a while, but when I saw, for some reason, when I saw Tom Segura on stage, that's the moment it all made sense to me. It all made sense that this is something I could do. It never struck me before. I never really thought, "Oh, I'm gonna go down this path of trying to be a stand-up comedian or anything like that." I've always kind of um, uh, flirted, flirted with the thought of it, but I've never went down that road of saying, "Okay, I want to make this a career. I want to see where this goes." Not, never even like had that type of a thought. This was something that just came. Out of nowhere. So I'm watching him, and he had the, the crowd captivated. He's telling good, relatable stories, and everyone's laughing. I'm laughing, and I finished the whole thing, and I was just like, wow, you know, I was just shocked. And uh, after that, I looked, you know, I looked up Tom Segura, I saw that he had a podcast, so I listened to his podcast. It was good too. Okay. So I saw, I saw you know, honestly, I didn't really know that they're were comedians who were doing podcasts like that. This was the podcasts I would listen to were like Akimbo, which is like educational or Harvard Business Review and you know um uh, things like that. But, you know, when I again, I saw the, I saw Tom Segura, you know, do his stand up, mostly stories. After that, I saw that he was doing a podcast and then that led me to a whole world of like comedians who were taking it to a level I've never seen it before. You know, cuz from Tom Segura to um, Burt Kreischer to Chris D'Elia to Theo Vaughn um, to um, uh, Bobby Lee you know um, it was just a and what in what they were doing was like stand up yes but then they were focusing more of what their their talents um, in like podcasting and shows and tv and it was just like a I don't know I didn't know you could have that much freedom when it comes to when it comes to you know,, um, just talking in front of a crowd, and also, you know the another thing that kind of inspired me about you know uh, the whole thing of standup is that how accountable is that? you know because I've always been a risk taker early, you know um, but you know, to be as challenged, to have something so challenging as to go on stage, which I think is the scariest thing ever, to go on stage and entertain a group of people group of strangers, how accountable is that? Because if you, if you don't do good, it's on you. If you do well, it's on you. It just seemed like a gift from God of me having that realization at that moment. It's like the moment of maturity. That's what I kind of felt that that was like the moment my mind matured to, okay, there's signals of this is me because, you know, um, it is scary getting on stage and it's scary, you know, talking to strangers and trying to, you know, get them to understand where you're coming from and, you know, it's just a a laundry list of all these reasons why it's probably one of the scariest things to do. But also I feel like it's one of the most liberating because if it's all on me, I can't blame nobody else. It's not a team sport. So you get on stage by yourself. It just seemed like that's the thing that's going to be the most challenging thing for me ever. And from that moment, um, it was it was almost a month before I actually started to to like I was doing research and figuring out how to make, you know, make a joke, you know, like I'm right. I wrote stuff down. Now, mind you, I've, I've you know, if you know me personally, you know, you know, I'll throw out jokes here and there. And I, I you know I story tell a lot about, you know, crazy, silly things that happen, you know, and sometimes I might be quite the rib tickler, you know quite the rib tickler but you know going on stage you can't waste nobody's time you have to pretty much kind of know what you're going to say at least this is what my assumption is at this at this moment so I'm preparing myself um for a stage I don't know how what was going to happen I just knew that okay let me get some things together I'm organizing it and I did some research and I found um backdoor comedy which is uh the oldest I guess, stand up, uh, stand up a spot in Dallas. So, you know, seemed like the most popular, seemed like it, you know, most of the community knew about this particular place. So then I'm like, all right, I called him. I said, hey, um, I think I want to go on stage. And she's like, have you done this before? I said, no, I haven't. She's like, okay. Well, you can sign you up for our open mic, which is on Thursday. And I said, cool. Um, what well, can I sign up? So you want to sign up? like this thursday i said whoa okay maybe not this thursday let's do next thursday she's okay i'm signing in for next thursday and from that moment when she you know pinned my name she's like you know what's your first and last name you know she's writing it all down and then i was like okay she's like all right see you next week and at this moment i i'm super scared you know i'm like okay now it's real so now this is the end of july that i'm preparing for this you know i'm like okay um it's about to happen, you know? Because as soon as I saw this, again, as soon as I saw Tom Segura and the world, he opened me up towards to like different standups and, you know, what they were doing and their, how they're, um, you know, uh, uh, exercising their skill. And also another thing that was a little bit um, uh, inspirational about the whole thing is that, while I think Tom Segura was good, but there's some people who were great. I'm talking about, I'm sorry, there's some people who were um, big and popular and weren't even that good sometimes there's no there's nothing more inspirational than somebody who's super popular and super big and not that great you know there's nothing more sometimes there's nothing more inspirational because you know if you saw someone who is amazing at what they do uh to me that's not that inspirational because i'm like man i have no chance (laughs) i have no chance in hell to be at that level but then when you see someone who is up there you know and they're all right then you then that gives you some hope and say i could do that that's kind of how it was like you know when you know seeing all some other people kind of do their thing they're huge they are building a name i'm like eh, they're all right Look, i feel like i could do that because I, I i do feel that i have a a way of connecting to people in a different way in a in a in a me way not a you know like oh people just say uh you know I'm this, I'm that, or I tell a good story, nothing like that. I'm talking about in a, uh, in a way where I felt um, I had the skills to, um, to go on stage and bring it. So yeah, it goes, you know, so then now um, we're preparing for the backdoor comedy. So, you know, the days are counting and, you know, still like anything else, it kind of reminded me when, you know, um, my wife told me that she was pregnant with our first son you know, she's like, um, when she told me, I was like, "Oh man, I only have nine months left." <laughs> you know, and I knew, no matter what I prepare for, it's gonna happen in this day that I can't imagine. You know, it's gonna, it's gonna get to a point to where he's already won. Like I, I, I thought that at the moment that she said, "Hey, um, I feel a bit different," and she's telling me about you know the whole pregnancy thing, that she may be pregnant. I was like, okay, and from that moment, I knew, okay. Nine months from now, as far as that seems, it's going to come like that. And after that, he, he's already going to, you know, be crying. And, you know, I'm going to be, you know, uh, having to figure out these, you know, ways of trying to be a dad and all this. And I that was scary as hell. I was super scared. But then since I knew it was going to happen, I knew I was going to do it anyway. That's how I feel about things is that I don't care how scared I am. I'd have to do it anyways. So basically, um, the days are counting for me to get into uh, I mean, to go to go on stage at back door. And then uh, the day comes and that whole day, I can't even think I'm so scared. You got to imagine like it was, whew, it was a, it was a scary day. It was a Thursday. And, you know, my wife, I told a few people around me, I never really told people I was going to go that day. But I told a few people I was interested in it because, you know, I didn't, I don't really things like that, you know, um, that are crazy, you know, someone, you know, going on stage is crazy. So you telling a few people, hey, I wanna go on stage, I wanna be a stand up comedian, they, they're gonna talk you out of it. Or they're gonna say things like, Oh, are are you sure? You know it's hard, you know. Um you know, that's how the world operates, right? So I focus on, you know, just, you know, doing it and not really trying to, you know, like find confidence through others to you know, to make that move. So yeah, it's that Thursday, and I mean, the time is just chipping away. It's just It just seems like it's going to fast forward. It's just, you know, next thing you know, I blink, and me and my wife are at back door. You know, I'm paying to get in. You know, um, I you know, met the front. They say, hey, what's your name? Are you going up? I said, yeah, I'm going up. It's okay, cool. You knew? I said, yeah. It, they put me at the end. So, you know, we walk in. You know, I'm seeing there's this whole community you know of, you know um you know people who go to comedy shows comedians you know they 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 uh, lead me and my wife to a seat and we go into a seat i mean we you know go to a table we're sitting there right and i'm seeing comic after comic go up mind you there's like 20 24 25 comics going up you know at this time you know it's about 7:30 is when the show started about 7:30 and you know they introduced you know the, the, the host and then the host comes up and starts introducing new comics and i'm seeing people go up and it, you know they weren't that bad you know it wasn't that bad and um at this point i'm getting nervous because i'm like oh my time's gonna come oh, man my time's gonna come and um that's when um you know then at that moment someone tapped me on my shoulder and when that someone tapped me on my shoulder they're like uh is your name michael agbijohn i said yeah i said, say hey and it's like hey you're about to uh you're about to go up i said oh man oh Ooh, i'm breathing i'm trying to like you know calm myself you know and uh my hands are even right now as i'm telling you i'm feeling the nervousness of how i felt at that time and you know my hands are just sweating um uh, my heart is just beating out my chest and you know the, the 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 comic before me was finishing up and i said oh my god i'm about to go on stage jesus christ and then um the host gets up says you know shakes the person's hand the previous comic and um then she gets on stage and uh when she gets on stage you know she starts to tell a few jokes and then she gets to me and this is kind of how it went right here and um this is exactly how it went Michael. At this time I went by say Michael. I usually go up now as Michael Agbajon, but um she introduced me as say Michael. I get up out of my seat and I'm walking up um to the mic, right? Hello, how's everybody doing? I go by say Michael because no one knows how to say my last name. So corny. Uh it's really simple. (laughs) It's Agbizhon, Michael Agbizhon, A-I-G-B-E-D-I-O-N. But my last name, since I've been a child, has been causing people to have mild forms of schizophrenia. <laughs> in first grade, first day of school roll call, uh, teacher tries to say my name. I'm already prepared to say it's, I'm here because that's probably the worst thing you want to hear, someone mispronounce your name, first day of school. And uh, she's looking at my name and she says, Michael uh, Algebra? (laughs) Michael Armageddon? (laughs) Michael Agabubu? And I'm like, here's John." She's like, Agba what? Agbajon? We're just gonna call you Michael A. So that's exactly how my name has been, you know, uh, trampled throughout my life. But I got good news. I've been making a lot more money lately. Uh, if you wanna know my, anybody wanna know my secret? Uh, I haven't been, I haven't been paying my bills. Uh, that, that's, that's something I do because. Right there, right there, that's when I knew. That That's the moment I knew this was a game changer. This first time on stage, never been on stage, and uh, when I delivered that, that, when I got that first big laugh, Ah, you couldn't you, you just can't believe it like this is again we're just going to call you Michael A so that's exactly how my name has been you know uh, trampled throughout my life but I got good news Um, I've been making a lot more money lately uh, if you want to know my anybody want to know my secret um, I haven't been I haven't been paying my bills uh, that, that's that's something I do because I like to see my bills kind of pile up, you know, and every other month or so I'll throw in like a dollar and watch them fight over it, you know, so, um, you know, (laughs) Verizon. That's That's, uh, (laughs) insurance and um, student loans. Those are my bills. Uh, But the reason why I pay my bills so last minute is because I like to see my money. I like to see it. as long as possible before someone tries to get it because that's why we have to make so much of it because everyone's out to take it so i just got to make sure that i avoid the bill collectors before they find me but see now i have two better excuses to find or to avoid these bill collectors i got a two-year-old and three-year-old and when they call me the bill collectors i get on the phone And that's usually cute for my boys, and they look at each other and say, well, daddy's on the phone, it's time to have a screaming contest. (laughs) So I let them listen to the screaming, and that's how they call me back later. Um, But um, again, thank you all, this is my time. Yeah, that was, um, that was the first time I went on stage and I could tell you when I got off, wow. I felt like I was on top of the world. Oh, man, yeah. the reason I said when I said that moment, I knew is because, you know, something I, I didn't know was going to happen. And when I got that outcome of what, you know, like I can't say I had expectations, but I did think I was going to do pretty well. And that first time I, I felt like I did pretty good. And when I got off, I was I felt so high, like it, it, the high lasted for like two days. It took me to get back down to reality. It took me like two days. And the reason why is that I've never been that scared. But I've never felt that good. You know, like ever, like I never felt that's that. That's the thing that changed for me is that I felt something I've never felt before. And that's when I knew, you know. Because you got to pay attention to those type of feelings. I felt something I've never in my life experienced, and I, and it, I don't even know how to explain it. it. was It was the craziest feeling I've ever felt because mind you, scared scared to death, you know, um, didn't want to go on stage, or want to find other excuses, you know um, and then after, I felt so good because it was just me nobody else i couldn't blame anybody else you know and i you know it was just amazing and um yeah it was so great i went the next day to do stand-up again and um at hyenas this is where the (laughs) this is kind of where it humbled me because you know i went to hyenas which you know hyenas is a different type of spot hyenas you know they have a few uh hyenas comedy clubs in dallas and you know um you know uh I went to the one in Plano and when I went on stage, I mean, before I went on stage there, there were so many great comics going up. Like I'm talking about amazing. And when I started seeing everyone kind of, you know, go up and, you know, kill it. I said, uh oh, I need to change up my stuff. So I'm over here trying to make my story better, trying to figure this out and change this and change that. And, you know, I went on stage and I just, (laughs) it wasn't great. You know, in the middle of it, I just started telling some random story that' didn't make no sense talking about trees and. Like, <laughs> I was like, "What? Oh man, Got off, and then some guy was like, "Hey, man, um don't let the crowd get you, man." I was like, uh, all right, but um yeah, so but since then, you know, again, this was in August, when I went up August 2019, I've been going up several times a week, you know, different open mics and you know, different clubs uh, just practicing and, you know, um, and so far it's, it's been, it's just been an amazing journey, you know, um, it's something that, you know, again, I felt that this was, you know, a path that is special for me, you know, I was actually going to tell you also, um, about what I thought being a comic was, you know, um, that's why i think i'm a little bit different and what i'm doing is that you know i used to i thought by you know you have to come up and be something like you know do one-liners you know do them ching jokes and you know or you know uh memorize a, a script of something that you know some fiction or something like that and i would try to be something you know that i've either seen somewhere or copying somebody in a certain type of trying to do their style and trying to get used to their style, you know. And um, I learned pretty quickly that um just be myself, you know. There's there's nobody else like me. Try to be myself. Try to be as much as me. Like get deep in there and try to pull out as much as because you know, think about it. I've been going through life doing my thing already. You know, it reminded me a lot of. Uh, when I started you know the car wash right after graduating college, you know um you know I didn't know this, but people were whispering behind me like, why is he starting a car wash why or why is he starting a mobile car wash or, or why is he doing that I thought he's gonna go to law school and you know all these things and people were kind of like either well I don't know if it's talking behind my back or just kind of worried about me or you know just you know that's just kind of how it goes and until they started seeing that it to turn to something is when they started to give the support. Someone even went to my mom one time talking about, "Oh, you did your son go to college for you know uh, to wash cars? You know something as rude as that." So, you know, that's the type of stuff that happened when you start something that people just you know just don't understand, you know. And I'm I'm I was never used to trying to be something. I just did what I knew, where I knew there was opportunity for myself, you know. And I and I say focus, people. People are gonna hate on you. People are gonna, you know, you're not gonna have all the support until you know, you start supporting yourself. And I'm always the a person who helped myself. You know, before I worry about anybody else, I helped myself. And you know, um, but yeah, so I didn't want to, you know, I I thought I could, you know, I had to be a certain thing within you know comedy, and then I realized I could fully be myself. And that's when I, you know, opened up a new chapter um, in um and stand up and, you know, um, exercising my abilities, you know, it's just something that, uh, uh, I learned now, you know, that, you know, your unique style is going to take a little bit longer for you to become whatever it is because people don't understand it at first, but then eventually it all will make sense. It all makes sense. Cause I don't know anybody who tells stories like me. I don't know anybody who, you know, thinks like me, and because of that, I want to keep trying to show and present myself to the world and be the best me I could be, you know, and I want to put it on full display. You know, like I I asked God to challenge me and this is the, the hardest thing I've probably experienced so far, you know, as far as, you know, and, I, and I'm used to starting something from scratch and going from new and going without the support, you know, whether pe- people support me or not. I'm still going to keep going. It's not going to stop. You know, I'm looking at this. 20, 30, 40 years ahead of my life right now. You know, same thing I did with the car wash. Like at the beginning, it was hard. People didn't understand it. I didn't really understand it. Just kept working at it, kept chipping away. And then opportunities that I've never anticipated came to me, you know, just because I was I was diligent and I focused on trying to be the best of what I'm doing, you know? So I know that in this, if I'm putting my best foot forward and holding myself 100% accountable, I'm gonna get to that that crazy level, you know, I'm a hit stages like, cause I have goals. I have large, unimaginable, scary goals, you know? And I know that in order for me to meet those goals, I have to put everything I have in me out there. And there's not, there's no better vehicle for that than this, what I'm doing right now, because I've been doing this most of my life. And I don't even know how I do it. When I tell someone a story about this, or, you know, I share you know, a perspective about that you know, um, and it's an enjoyable moment and I, and I touch and connect with people, you know, um, I, I want to do that on a big level, you know? And so I can't get to the destination and, you know, of of my dreams, unless I put everything out there. And I remember, um, so I, even recently I shared this, um, this video, um, on my Instagram and it says, Hey, I want to see me bomb. Right. And, you know, I wanted to share with everyone that, you know, not every night or every time or through this journey, is about like the W's because I don't learn very much from winning. You know, when it's good, I, I still don't know, you know, like when it's bad, I know, I know it doesn't work. When I know it works, it doesn't mean that just because it worked there, it's going to work everywhere. When, I, when something doesn't work, I know that. But see, I shared that in a way because I don't really feel I bombed. You know, um, yeah, the crowd wasn't laughing, right? But I loved it. Whatever I was saying up there, I loved it. You know, it made me laugh. Even when I watch it now and I play it back, every time I play it back, I laugh. And that's 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 it. Eventually, I will build a community of people who would understand my humor, who will understand me as a person, and um, that's where the that's when the respect will come you know, and what I'm doing and stand up, you know, a lot of people, you know, whether you're listening or not, um, you're not going to understand what I'm doing now. Give it some time, you know, let the dust settle, you know, give it some time. And eventually you'll see what I'm talking about that when you work hard in something and you're not worried about what people think and you're just focused on being the best you possible opportunities will hit you out of nowhere, left and right. Like so many opportunities you, you're, you, you have to find the new ability of how to say no because it's too many things that you can't handle. Um, there's a few people who go through that all the time, and that's what success is, you know? So, um, yeah, um, you have to really uh, believe in yourself. I remember I went to a customer, I was telling her um, that uh, I was doing stand up. I, I was good. This is actually before I was gonna do stand up. I told her I was gonna do stand up, but then I saw her again um recently and she was like i told her like how i'm doing stand-up in the podcast or whatever and then she asked me following that she's like huh what does your wife think you know she said that with like a downwards tone right so i was like well actually she was the one who you know filmed me you know she's completely behind it and she was shocked she's like oh what she's wow and you know that's exactly the example i'm talking about with people who just don't believe (laughs) In what you're doing like that, I don't. It's. It's. I don't know if it's human nature. I don't know if it's just natural Hayden or anything like that. But, um, yeah, she. She was. She said it. You know, like, what does your wife? Th- what does your wife think of what you're doing? As if she, my wife should be disgusted with my decisions. You know, my wife was there before I saw the Water Boys, and she saw it grow. You know, she saw it go up and down, up and down, but she saw the success of it, and you know, um, uh, uh, from the beginning even now you know so you know uh even with the barber school you know where we're you know that's building great too you know i don't i don't really feel you know i don't i don't need anybody's validation of whether i'm doing good or not you know i appreciate it but you know the um the validation isn't required for me to keep going you know but um yeah she was like yeah so what did your wife think wife thinking you know I'm like yeah she she recorded and she's like oh wow you know and she was surprised and I I just know that's how people think you know um but um yeah uh if you want to know what's next you know for me uh what's next for me is going on bigger and bigger stages you know and conquering um larger you know, the largest stage possible, you know, I have places in mind, but, um, you know, I have shows that I want to, you know, curate for people, so special shows and, um, uh, special events. And, um, I just want to get better at the craft. I'm in no rush, you know, so I'm not rushing to try to get somewhere. I'm just, I'm enjoying the ride. This is the most present I've ever felt. 2019 was the best year ever. The best year ever for me, you know, because I found so much growth and just focusing on myself. I took a hiatus, hiatus from like Instagram and not, you know, trying to put so much into trying to impress others and just focusing on myself. And uh, I saw immense growth, you know. Um, 2019 um, showed me, you know, when you bet on yourself, uh, you always win, you know, because like in 2000 no I'm not sure if it was 2008 but uh no not 2008 it this was let me remember the time so if i started to, 28 well let me do the math on this so i can make sure that i tell y'all exactly the right time um so 7 years ago when i was 28 it was the hardest time of my life you know you heard this in a previous po- I mean, previous episode, but it was the hardest time of my life. Uh, every day, I was putting out fires. Every day, you know, within my business. I was at the peak of my business, but man, it was hard. Like hard. Like I tell you, anybody who started a business, uh, there's nothing harder than business. I have two boys, four and three, still nothing harder. Business is so hard. It's so hard. And just because you go through this, you know, uh, there's a quote that I used to say where I'm physically here, but mentally there, you know, because I never felt present. I felt that I was. Yeah, I'm here, but I'm always thinking in the future. Of what's going to what what's the next fire? What's going to happen? And, you know, living in security of just like, man, is are these things going to work out and just wasn't present in tw- in, when I was 28. It was just so hard, you know, and um. I started to, trying to figure out changes to make. And every time I tried something new, didn't work. Try another thing, didn't work. You know? Oh, it was, so that was 28. And then you go back to last year, 2019, and I've never felt the best. Again, I've never felt this before. So free, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't care about anybody's opinion. You know, Um, I just focused on me and my family. And, you know, um, growth, you know? So yeah. Um, 2019, you know, it's going to be the year of, um, I mean, I mean, 2019 was the year where I found the most growth in and 2020 and going forward is, you know, I'm going am gonna follow my heart, you know, and trust my gut, you know, cause, um, that's all you need, you know? Uh, and I look forward to also working really hard because I feel like that's what it's going to take for me to to get somewhere or to get where I'm trying to go. And and I think the most special part about the path I'm taking is that when you take a path that no one goes on, you know, um, yeah, it's 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 um it's challenging because people are going to look at you and say, why are you going that way? But once you get to your destination, you'll be the first person to plant your flag there. And then people will come behind you and start playing their flag and all that, but they know you got there first. That was your path. No one could duplicate your path. You know, it's your path. You know, so that's that's all I'm focused on, um, uh, going forward. You know, um, so I hope, you know, look, if anything I've said in this episode, you know, which I think this is a special one because this, again, people have asked. You know like um they, they want to know a little bit more about the comedy you know what i'm doing how's it going and i appreciate all the love i do because it's going well i love it um I'm, uh, if you have any extra encouraging words throw them my way some love throw them my way um if you have questions even concerns you could throw them my way you know um i'm always open ears um, but I'm, again, excited about what this year has to present. You know, it's it's a strong 2020 so far. Um, I'm enjoying every moment. Again, like I told you, this is the time I've been most present, you know, all through my entire life. I'm at the happiest. My my family's good. I'm good. I'm healthy. I'm eating good. I mean, this this is, look this this is i'll keep trying to end it but i there's, there's things i'm thinking about it's like i've never felt this has to be success you know like that's why i know like it doesn't matter what i do now because i've already been fully successful everything that i've ever imagined i've already achieved you know so this everything i'm doing now is just extra it's all extra it's it's not required because i'm super duper happy right now and have been for a while you know um of the growth i've seen around me with me and my family and my wife my children just seeing every moment of the growth and being super present and not rushing you know um to trying to change anything or feeling insecure or comparing us or anything like that this is this is just the right place for me and um I'm I'm looking forward to continuing this new consciousness going forward and seeing where that brings me, you know, again, following my heart and trusting my gut is what I'm focusing on, uh, going forward. Um, I do appreciate you joining me for this episode. I hope that you enjoy it. I hope that you took something away from it. And I must ask if you did take anything, if I've done anything for you ever in the past or if, I uh, anything for you today if you're a new listener or anything like that um you know tell somebody about this podcast tell someone about how I've helped you and you know maybe you could pay it forward and help them but um your support is always much appreciated I love it you know also your constructive criticism whatever it is that you think would help me become a better person uh throw it my way and I'm always open-minded have open ears for anybody who, you know, feels free to, to share what's on their mind and what's on their heart. Um, I always make time for, you know, a genuine conversation and, you know, the ability to connect with somebody on another level. So, um, I appreciate you for joining me again and see you later. Love you. note. You're either successful or you're scared. You can't be both.